At 8 o'clock on a recent Wednesday morning, a student named Lapema arrived at COSAT in pretty bad shape. His right eye was swollen shut. That boy came to me. Then he said, as he walked to school, a young man approached him and demanded his cell phone. Then I said, I don't have it. But they forced me. The man sprayed him in the face with pepper spray. Dr. Siri must go immediately. I'm just going to pull my card. The principal rushed Lapema to the hospital. He was okay, but clearly shaken up. This kind of incident is common at COSAT. Later that day, the school's principal, Fadila Cooper, said students face serious problems when they travel to school. They deal with violence, they deal with crime almost every day. In fact, the school recently polled students and found that nearly half have been robbed or assaulted on the way to or from school. Part of the problem is transportation. In South Africa, there are no public school buses. Some kids can afford to take a train or a shared van, but many are left to walk, often long distances. I wanted to see what hazards students face and how they negotiate them. So I asked a junior named Lucano if I could accompany him on his morning walk. I meet up with him at his home, a three-room metal shack down a narrow dirt alley. A single light bulb illuminates the house. Lucano wakes up at six each morning. He puts on his blue school sweater and tie and polishes his black dress shoes. After brushing his teeth, he grabs his backpack and steps out the door. His neighborhood is a vast area of shacks and dirt roads. Stray dogs wander past. It's the kind of place many would feel unsafe. But Lucano feels the opposite. Yes, I feel safe because this is where I belong. And I know everyone who stays here. So you, you don't feel scared when you're right near your house? <laughs> no, 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 I don't. To get to school, Lucano walks two and a quarter miles through open fields and gang territories and past areas where petty thieves hang out. Lucano says he's an easy target for robbers because of what he's wearing, a school uniform. So they usually know that some of the children sometimes carry phones to schools and they have money for lunch. Lucano exits his neighborhood and links up with a paved road. Cars and trucks pass by, and school kids move along the sidewalk. He walks past a barber shop and a fruit market. Both are closed at this early hour. Then, a few hundred yards up the road, he approaches a large open field. It's littered with trash. On the right is a barbed wire fence. On the left, brick houses. Just off the trail lies a dead dog. Lucano is noticeably worried. This is where I feel scared. Here in this open field? Yes, and then I don't know many people so much, so that's why I feel scared. In Kailicha, people rarely get attacked in their own neighborhoods. If they do, neighbors intervene. But in other areas, bystanders often do nothing. Lucano says he doubts anyone here would help him. They will just remain indoors and watch by windows, so it won't help you. Theoretically, the police should protect students at places like this. But in Kailicha, there are very few police officers, just a quarter of the national average. And Lucano says cops here don't do their job. Students at COSAT aren't the only ones frustrated with the police. Their parents recently staged a protest at the local police station, demanding that something be done to protect their kids. But so far, little has changed. Parents have even considered patrolling the streets themselves. 
But Nolunji Jaquana, whose daughter is a ninth grader at COSAT, says that strategy is dangerous. She says it was tried at another school, and parents were targeted by gangs. They would come and attack their families and things like that. So some parents have now proposed another idea for how to keep their kids safe. Tembisa Laketwana has a daughter at COSAT. We approached the taxi drivers. We said if they ever see gangs attacking students on the roads, they should give the gangsters a serious beating. Taxi drivers are a large and powerful group in Kailicha. Many are from tough backgrounds, and some carry guns. Several COSAT parents told me they're the only people that gangsters and robbers fear. That's why parents have asked them to act as vigilante law enforcers. Back on his walk, Lucano says a pair of taxi drivers recently rescued him. He stops in front of a small store. On a cement wall, there's a gang name sprayed in graffiti. Lucano says he was attacked right here by a gang of boys just a few weeks ago. They came at him with knives. So that's when I started like running. And then there, actually there was a car passing here, which is the one I entered. He jumped into a taxi. The driver and his assistant chased the gangsters away. Now, whenever Lucanio passes through here, he keeps his eye out for the nearest taxi. And if he sees a group of boys, he crosses the street. A half mile up the road, Lucanio enters a quiet neighborhood. He walks along the edge of a sandy field and bumps into a few classmates. He says at this point in his walk, he feels relieved. I feel safe because I'm just near the gate of the school which is where I will feel protected. You feel protected once you're inside the gate? Yes, exactly. Because I know nothing could happen inside the school. Inside, I ask Lucanio why he keeps risking his safety to come to COSAT. He could go to a less prestigious high school, much closer to his home. But he says he doesn't feel he has a choice. Because I want to become something, like I want something in future. So, every day... He weighs his hopes for the future against his safety in the present. And every day, he chooses to walk to this school. For The World, I'm Anders Kelto in Cape Town.